Welcome to Raising Your Spirits. Our hope is to help you make positive changes by providing guided messages from spirit. Tuning forks, crystals, and distance healing are how we pass those messages from spirit to you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy your vibrational growth with us. Your host for this version of Raising Your Spirits, Tony Ginnis. Thanks, everybody, for coming in today. It's an honor that you took your time out in this next hour to discover a little bit about yourself, a little bit about energy in this segment. The Spirit has a lot to say today. There's a lot that's going to be going on. A lot of people are asking various questions about health, wealth, about money, they're saying, uh, the future, the past. And so today we're going to be talking about past lives. Now, the first thing that Spirit wants to mention is that in our culture, there are cultures that don't believe in past lives. And I'm not here to sell this idea. We're, we're not in the sales sort of thing. All we're doing is providing a different perspective of the things that are happening in your life and come up with some logical, I guess spiritually logical things that are going through that might make sense if the explanation that you've been given seems to come to a, a circle of no answers. And so this perspective of past lives is what really goes on. We go from one life to another, and each time our soul grows. That's how spirit sees this. And so just work it with your own beliefs, and for now, just sort of go through it and just see how you feel about some of the things that spirit is going to mention today. The first thing about past lives is we want you to realize that time is a human agreement on this planet. It doesn't necessarily affect what goes on in energy, because in energy there is no time. The time continuum, I mean, uh, when we look at various things in quantum physics and, and other things that scientists have already looked at, and not to get too too philosophical, it's more that the past, the present, and the future were living at the same moment. So there is no past. Like I could ask you right now, I want you to think about a time when you were four or six or something when you were very young, that something happy happened. How many people can think of something? Just any kind of an occurrence. Okay, that most of you took about two or three seconds to go back in time to be in that energy. What really happened there was all you did was just sort of turn around and you pick something out. In, in this moment, you pick something out that happened 20, 30, 40 years ago or more. And that's what time means. It is just an agreement that things happen chronologically. When my dad had passed away in 1980, one of the questions I asked him when I finally connected to him was, if time doesn't mean anything, then how do you know that I'm getting older? Like it was just a, a very off the wall question. Like, how do you know I'm getting older? He says, because I can see the way that your face is. And sometimes when we look at uh, morphing and we see somebody getting older, he says, I can see that, and I know years have gone by, but for me, it's just a moment. 
Like, in other words, he says, I could get up off the couch, get some popcorn, come back, and 10 years would go by. So for us, it's, it's an instant. While your years, your time, seems to go so much slower. But that's why we could look at the past and the present and the future so easily, because for us, it's just a glimpse. I've been looking at various sites, uh, looking at past lives and how they're explaining it. One in particular deals with past lives through hypnosis. And I want you to realize that although that particular method works, it's not exactly the most optimum way to go back into your past life. So let's go with the original question. Why do we even want to go back in a past life? What is the advantage? Before we talk about the different methods, the reason we do that is because every single life that we live, and then that life is over, and then you start a new one. There is lessons learned, and your soul remembers each life that you go through. And there's lessons learned, and there's things that you did, things that you perhaps you didn't want to do. And they're all a series of lessons. In last week's class, we talked about when a lesson keeps repeating itself. For instance, the one example that we gave last week was when you, let's say, are paired up with what you regard as a great relationship, and you put your whole heart and soul into that relationship, and you just sort of make yourself second. Anything that that person wants, you just did. Didn't make any difference. You sacrificed yourself. You worked two or three jobs while they didn't do that much. You just kept basically living for that person. And eventually, that ended, let's say. They went with another person, or for whatever reason, the relationship ended. And then now you're starting another relationship, and the pattern keeps repeating itself. That is one indication that in a past life, that happened the same way. And it had similar results. And it's almost like your soul is going, okay, here we go again. (laughs) And yes, the different faces and the different places that come up always seem to have a very similar pattern. The people that are bullied keep getting bullied. And some people never see a bully, but they are very vocal and they could stand up for themselves. In other words, their throat and their expression ability is very high. So there's no reason for that energy to address being bullied or being able to speak for yourself because that's lessons already learned. In a past life, it's a little bit like that, where a lesson that's learned, you won't have to repeat it. But in a sense that when we are looking at lessons, why is it that sometimes we think we've covered that and it happens again? How many people have said that? I thought I dealt with this already. Okay, we hear this a lot. And it's not that you haven't. This is how much spirit loves you because they want you to do a very thorough job at it. In many aspects of the healing that I do, at the very end, everything seems so much better than it was in the beginning. And the person actually feels good. But I says, no, no, there's, there's still one more thing in here. I'm detecting. There's, And it's almost like 
a small black fly in a room of white. Like the whole room looks fantastic, but I will detect that little fly on the wall and I want to address that too. In other words, I want you 100% clear. They wouldn't have noticed it or sensed it, but that's the way spirit wants it. Squeaky clean, in other words. The brain does not hold the stuff that is happening to our past life. The brain is here for just one thing. It's here for your survival. It gets you to drink and eat and all those things that you do, bodily functions, all that things. It is here for you so that you don't have to keep learning how to drive every time you get into a car. It keeps you mobile. It keeps you so that, and that's the job of the mind. Also, when a task is given to the mind, here, I want you to invent something that will entertain people or change life or change something. Here's an idea. And the brain is a marvel at taking a concept and turn it into a physical thing. It's a master at that. But it sucks at insight. (laughs) It doesn't do very well in giving you messages. It's more interpretation. Like if somebody comes to Suzanne and I for a reading, do you really care what we think, our opinion, or our interpretation of what's going on? No, you want to know what spirit is saying. So we have to get outside of ourselves to give you a pure message of what is going on. And sometimes, I'll admit, some of the messages that I'm giving, it actually conflicts with my beliefs. For instance, if somebody is using drugs in some way or if somebody is using a substance and it's getting through their day, Spirit will say, with this new task that is we've given you of meditation and, and whatever, it, whatever the task was, and it's all different for, for people. Different people will have different things to do to get them to a certain point. But in giving them that, that's a huge, for them, it is a huge step. So taking away the drug, they'll say, we want you to continue. <laughs> Coming out of my mouth sometimes is surprising me. We want you to continue those because it just ties you over until this starts to work. And then once you are connected to your dad or your mom or your uncle, whoever, once you're connected, then slowly we can work on the addiction. But for right now, it's too much. And that's what that's the purity that you want from spirit. The brain does not hold past life stuff. It is a soulful journey. Your soul goes through all those lives, so it's a soulful journey. So doing it through hypnosis bypasses the brain. And yes, the reason it works is because your subconscious is what humans call it, has an inkling of what is going on that is linked to past life. It would be just like me saying, I want you to go get a chocolate bar. And the first thing I would think of is I got to go to the gas station. You say, why would you go to the gas station? Well, I said, when I go and get my gas, they would have chocolate bars on the counter. And then that's how I would do it. And yes, that is very true. Or you could go directly to the candy company. In other words, go straight to the source. 
so it does work. Just be careful when you're using other shortcuts to get to sight. There's no shortcut for getting into spirit. And other people have access to the hypnosis. In other words, when you're under a trance in hypnosis, you don't have any control. And spirit is all about control. They want you to be a part of this. Some of the things that you would learn about a past life in this sense is deja vu. That was asked, I believe, last week or the week before. We were talking about deja vu. When you get that deja vu feeling, yes, that is partially a deja vu about a past life. However, it could be something that you dreamt when you were a teenager and now it's like, oh, I dreamt this when I was younger. In a sense, that is a past life, but it's still in this life. So, it, But there are some dreams that will come up that you'll get. You haven't been there. You haven't been to Greece or Italy, or you haven't been to a place. And it's the first time you've stepped onto that country and everything looks familiar. You just feel like, I feel like, love i feel like that would be a past life thing because you feel that already it works in the opposite way too i read about a situation where a person went to greece and they fell deathly ill like they were practically in a hospital for a day or two and the moment she got onto the plane to leave the country she was fine when she got back, she did a past life regression and apparently had died in that country very violently. See, the soul remembers, and right away they get sick and they got stabbed in the stomach. And most of her pains were from gastric and, and stomach areas. That would be a past life thing. So that would give you an idea that that would be it. Other people will have connections to culture. People have a very strong connection to Aboriginal things. Also being in part of Greece, or they could have some attachment to Japan or something. We had one recently about that. So when you feel pulled for something, that usually is a past life connection. A bad feeling is another one that we talked about. We don't recall these moments because, because one of the questions people usually ask is, well, if the past life is so important and it's something that I'm bringing from another life into this life and it's really affecting me now, how come I don't remember it? Right? That that would be a good question. The real answer there is it's done on purpose because spirit wants you to be able to think about your life now so you're living in this present moment. I mean, it would be just like using that example I gave you. Think about when you were six as a child and you went back right away and you thought of something. Well, imagine that you're always there. You're always six. You know, in the beginning, it's, it's fun. But then all of a sudden, it's like, okay, I'm living in the past. And that they don't want. There are some people that will come to us five, six, seven times to see what happened in a previous life. We've already given them the insight, but they're looking for more. And that's where it goes to a point where you want to, yes, dab into it for the lessons that were learned or perhaps not learned. And how does that apply to you today? 
we go right to the present moment as quickly as we can. You might think the journey is fun, and it is in the beginning, but we don't want you to live there. Just get out enough in there, and we will do a nice, really cool meditation concerning this for sure. We just launched a new podcast, and it's called Gold Nuggets. And Past Life talks about this in a very real way, where what is a gold nugget, first of all, with in perspective with past lives? And what you might think a gold nugget is, it isn't the wealth that you're going to create in this life, because spirit has no interest of how rich you are in this life. It's the richness is going to be in your soul. How many people have you been kind to? How many people have you impacted in your life and you never asked for anything of benefit for yourself? Those are called little gold nuggets. And podcast does a much better job and it goes into much more detail. This is the end of part one, past lives, lessons. Now go over to part two. Thank you for listening to Raising Your Spirits. If there is a subject you would like to hear in a future podcast or would like to book a session with Tony, reach out to his Facebook group at Genis Shields Natural Healing Center or group tuning classes with Tony on his online virtual weekly classes. The YouTube channel is Suzanne and Tony 17. That's Suzanne and Tony, all one word and the number 17. And the website is lovehigherself.com. Until next time, namaste. Hey.